morning, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? Smoother than a stripper's area. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? All right. Hello. Welcome back. You're listening to Anything Goes. This is the week of February 6, 2013. I'm here with my uh, most favorite but non-sexually active men, Darren Frost, here on my left. Yes. Yes, on and, the left. Uh, and, the non-sexual left and the non-sexual and, and right. non-sexually on my right is Dave Martin. Yes. And yeah, I, he had, oh, yeah. He had surgery, though. And my I name, had... let's not forget about my name. My name is Kathleen McGee. Oh, uh, <laughs> really? Really? We're going to go there? I think it should be Kathleen McGee. As long as I'm not funny and talking and saying the wrong things, I'm going to go with Kathleen. Okay. And once I start to be funny, then that's, I'll confess that's, that yes. it's me. Then it's Christine Not that I'm Hagen. saying that Kathleen's not funny, because she is, but if, right. I, if I make a dumbass of myself, at least I don't have to worry about... And once you get really, really funny, we'll call you Christine Von Hagen. Is that what you want? Oh, cute. Actually, I like that. She's my friend. I know. I know. And Um, if you go all fucking crazy, we'll call you Tracy McDonald. How about that? (laughs) And we'll blame it on the booze and we'll move on. Do you know what she actually called me this week? Oh, What did she call you? (laughs) Not a real friend, even though you support her? She called me. And And just so everyone knows, Tracy McDonald's an L.A.-based comedian who originally came from Canada, and then the alcohol caught up to her and she moved to L.A. I know. (laughs) What's funny is like okay, I'll talk about this on the air because I don't really like I don't care and I don't think she <laughs> yeah. like listens to us or whatever. Yeah, but she will like, now. Literally, like I was on my couch doing nothing. Yeah, and I was like, if I don't pick up this phone call, I'm gonna have like an 18 minute long message on my voicemail, which I sure. also didn't want to listen to. Right, right. So I was like, I'll just pick up the call. Yeah, and then she goes, and she's all shocked that I picked up the call. She was like, oh, oh, she's like. I'm like, what? I'm like, hi, how are you? She's like, I'm like, you're calling me, right? And then she's like, yeah, I just, I didn't even know if you were going to pick up the phone call because I didn't really know if we were still friends. But I'm like, well, why would you call me if you didn't know if we were friends? Yeah, put some feelers out. Find that shit out before you make a phone call. I know. And then once you know it's not friends, then you call and you can fucking say shit. Yeah, but then she tried to, well, then she was like, I don't have a lot of money. I can't talk for long. And then. (laughs) We hung up. And then she called back. <laughs> but no, here's the weird thing. But then she called back. And then I picked it up again. That was the first weird thing. And then she hung yeah. up again. Right. It's like she just wanted to leave voicemail messages all yeah. day. She yeah. never wanted to talk to me. She Isn't that what email's for? That's just like written voicemail, yes. sort of. Yes. I mean, I hate breaking it down like that. But I mean, yeah. I mean, there, there's a, there are moments when you do call someone and you just wish that you could leave them a voicemail. Of course. Because the idea. But I, that's what texting's the, for now. I, I guess, I suppose so. But if you yeah. wanted to have some more inflection in what you're saying. Right. And if you want to leave something longer than a text message then sure then leave a voicemail but it's like I, I just I, I can't stand it it's just like why yeah it's I don't just, think be, she ever wanted be... to talk to me I think she just wanted to leave a voicemail message on somebody's machine well, yeah, what, but what a lot what was of comics vo- are socially inept I mean let's we be honest are kind of we're, all, we're all socially true. inept so we are, we are. you know I've, I've done that too calling hoping I never a, phone it's... anybody it's 2013 I only text yeah, I never well, phone people I have phoned people hoping it's going to be a message and not them picking up I, mean, I actually yeah, probably have like eight voicemail messages from you on my phone that I've never listened to. Exactly. Like, not like, right. like, not like eight like in the last hour. And yeah. who like, says not that like we can't communicate on yeah, the show? That's right. But- <laughs> who that's says right. we have no. poor communication skills or did you get my uh, voicemail about what we're going to do this week? You only listen show? to messages of guys that will fuck Dear you. Ross? That's what it is. See? No, See, Ross? you only listen to messages of guys that fuck you. That's why. That's not true. Uh, yeah, but that's These wrong. are all the ones I've never listened to before. Look, Darren Frost, Darren Frost, Dave Martin, Tracy McDonald, I know McDonald. Those are all the ones I've never Dom listened Perret, to. Two from Dom Perret. Dom Perret, and he's on the show today. That's yeah, really I exciting. I slipped that in. So no, yeah. no, I li- that? no, I listened See, to I his that? message. His doesn't have a dot by it anymore. That means I listened to it. Oh, you're, now you're Tracy... explaining how iPhones work. Yeah. Well, they can't see it. It's a radio show, dude. Yeah, I know. Okay. But I, I have that same thing when people talk to you. My dad, daddy again, daddy again. Sorry. I never listen to his messages you, either. Do you still... Don't feel bad about yourself, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if your dad doesn't feel bad, why should we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's only half of you and you ignore him. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, now, uh, but I mean, I, I have that same issue today. I was talking to uh, Ward Anderson, who's going to be on the show in, in a couple of weeks, but it's that idea that uh, I, I still struggle with the idea that when someone calls you and asks you how you are, do they genuinely want to know how old right. you are or, or are they just looking for it? It's, you... a, it's okay. a personal way to get into 
into a conversation. It's just a way yeah. in. But and, and I'm always sort of like, well, why the fuck? If you're asking me that, then do you genuinely want to know? Well, it's or based is it on just friendship. Think- it's oh, based yeah. on friendship, level mm-hmm. of friendship. Okay, I mean, if, but- if, we're, if we're good friends and I say, how are you? I probably mean, how are you, right? But if I'm just kind of like a casual friend, hey, how are you? That's just a way into a conversation. But do you but, think but now, that- Okay, but so, so nowadays when Darren phones me and he asks me how I am, I, I yeah. say, honestly, uh, not very good. Yeah. But then we, there, but there's no pause of like, oh, But do you well, think people call you to ask how you are because they really care? No. Or do you think they're just bored? Uh, I think people only phone me when they're bored. No, and I, I can tell because then I well, maybe that's just you conversation. Yeah, I know, I know, because maybe I seem more exciting than they are, but I'm really not. Like, I'm bored. I'm boring, too. No, but when and so... I'm bored. Like, if I'm picking up your phone call, I'm also bored, but we're not accomplishing anything with this conversation. No, I'm but... just saying, I think people call you when they're bored and not necessarily to make sure you're doing okay. No, but I think uh, how you how are you is just the, the first step into whatever they yes. actually genuinely want to talk about. Yes. So do you think that people only call because they actually want, they, they, they just want to talk, like they have something also, they how, want to talk about to anybody? How That's are like, you is a gatekeeper question, meaning if, you know, I say I had a reason to call you and you tell me you're not doing great or blah, blah, blah that might change my idea of like, I'm not going to bring this up then. Would you just be like, oh, sorry, I think I'm losing well, no, my connection. Well, no, 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 I'll talk to you about some other things, but I might not talk to you about the reason I called. I'll change it or whatever. Because, right. well, you know, if, if Dave's in a shitty mood and I got really something nice, okay. nice to say <laughs> or something to talk about that's positive, I'm not just going to go throw it, hey, Dave, check this out, I'm doing this. Right? I'm like, oh, okay, and then we talk about something else, and then maybe weeks later I'll bring something. I don't think it's always just because you're bored. You use that, that, you know, that term to get into a conversation. The no, only but, reason but, I pick up my phone and actually make a phone call is to order Thai food. I don't call my friends. I don't. Do you ask ask them how they're doing when you order Thai food? (laughs) Yeah. Actually, that I would probably do. Yeah, how you doing? How you doing? How are your spring rolls today? Yeah. That's what I want to know. I feel like spitting in food. Yeah, I feel like I communicate with my friends. I don't know what accent that was. It was Italian. It was shitty Italian. I was working on my I was ordering Pad Thai, dude. If you don't have it right. Yeah. All I'm saying is, like, I feel like I communicate with my friends, like, over text messages and Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, that I feel like I don't need to talk to them. I'll talk to you in real life. Well, I don't want to talk on the phone. I don't even think it's comfortable, like, you know, sit on my couch and, like, put my iPhone, like, up against my ear. I don't think it's comfortable. And I can't even understand half the time. Everybody has a bad connection. It's not, talking on the phone is not good. I don't, I don't know what world I don't know where we're sometimes. going, but I always just think it's it's a better of, uh, like, how's, how's the weather or what do you think of this heat? Or, you oh, can't even talk about outside? that when you're not even living in the same country. No, I, I know, but it's just like that. How's the that... weather? I'm in L.A., dum-dum. It's obviously awesome. And then, okay. Like, well, I'm like, it's cold. I'm then, in Toronto. Then that's after the cold. weather's awesome, then you can go into whatever the fuck you really want to talk about. But, I mean, that, that's more that's more of a, a genuine I don't give a shit uh, question than uh, how are you feeling these days? <laughs> don't you think so? I think so. Darren? Um, one thing I wanted to bring up uh, off the top of the show. Way to change the conversation. Well, no, I want to get this you out. You don't want to talk about caring people. Uh, I, caring I, I, about well, people. we can talk more about that. But the one thing, because I meant to say something last week and I didn't get to it. It's very important that uh, Comedy Records is putting out or has put out something for Mike McDonald called The Better Bootleg. And it's uh, it's an album for Mike McDonald. It's $1.99 on iTunes. So it's super cheap. It's, uh, it's a release for Mike McDonald. And all the money is going straight to Mike McDonald. So I uh, just wanted That's to put good. that out there if you were a fan of Mike McDonald who was a legend in Canadian stand-up comic comedy and also in you know America too he had a huge uh, uh, you know legacy there as well he is um, physically not doing great he lives in Ottawa and he is suffering and waiting for um, a transplant so uh, people who want to uh, you know pay it forward and buy the album please do you can go to comedyrecords.ca for more information or iTunes you can go to Mike McDonald on iTunes and it's called the better bootleg Canadian so Canadian legend now what has anybody tried to rally and try to find someone that has a liver for him, or or would well, wouldn't that I, be better than buying a bootleg CD? Sure, but I mean, it's it's a procedure that you can't jump the line. You have to get in a line, and I don't I don't know. I don't know how it works. I think if people wanted to give him a liver, they should be allowed. Is to it jump a liver the line. he needs or a kidney? I, I thought it was a kidney. If it's a kidney, then that should be a lot easier than I think it's I got a one. liver. Is it no, a liver? No, remember because I remember like when we were. I think doing it's a liver. Yeah. Last year. It was like, I don't know. But he like, got it through he- due to hep C, so, um, right. yeah. I'm pretty sure it was liver, because I'm thinking of the way, I don't Anyways, no, no. Whatever, whatever, laughter, whatever he there has. There was some sort of like he's, alliteration he's he with the show I did. Yeah, he's for, sick, he needs stuff. As a fundraiser, stuff. liver, laughter, stuff. whatever. It was and, definitely uh, liver. 
You it's, need to deliver. Go to the Better Bootleg on iTunes for Mike McDonald. Download Get it. Get Mike McDonald deliver. He's and very also, funny. And also, while we're talking about legends in, in comedy, uh, anyone that still can, I'm not sure if his Facebook page still can accept new members or not, but the comedian uh, named Rich Scheidner, uh, Scheidner uh, out of uh, the out of America, he's responsible for uh, I Am Comic and I Killed, the book that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, he does great, great stories about stand-up comedy in the 80s and 90s. And most recently, he posted a really great story about uh, meeting Bill Hicks and hanging with Bill Hicks. And uh, it really is uh, poetic what he puts about uh, comedy and stand-up. You know, you can watch all the YouTube clips you want, but sometimes that doesn't really represent the energy of the room or the, you know, the just kind of the electricity of what's going on at that era of comedy, what the printed word can do. So check that out if you're interested. If you're into old-school comedy, Rich Scheidner, uh, check him out. And and also he, he sort of he comes from an era before social media where you really did have to pay your dues on the road. Absolutely, and getting on TV wasn't as easy as it is now. As yep. far as there being so many channels and so many more outlets uh, to get on television and to get exposure. So I mean, he did a bunch of Tonight shows, and um, and when he does write, he sort of writes from a, an of an era that uh, is is foreign to a lot of comics now. Yeah, right. And also, I think he does come from an era where you really started comedy because it was a passion of yours and I do think a lot of comics nowadays start comedy because it's a career choice sure and it's more about like oh hey if I can do this then maybe I'll make uh, some Seinfeld money one day when I think when he started it was like a no I, there's something inside me that I gotta get out on a stage sure. and I gotta go do this so, if it's so easy to get on TV these days why are we not on TV no I'm just saying I'm not saying it's Darren, easier easier uh, but it it's it's, so. it's it was <laughs> hard Oh, God. <laughs> well, fuck. Yeah, tell me about it. But we can. That's another story. But we can. Uh, that's a whole other episode. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other episode. But there, there's far more outlets for uh, stand-up comedy. television exposure now. Yes, for yeah. sure. Now than there ever was. But I feel like even like I remember a long time ago when I first started doing comedy, I knew a lot of actresses, and they were purposely doing and actors actually that were doing stand-up because it was easier for them to get attention doing stand-up than it was for them to audition for parts. I know, but, you know, I had an argument with a veteran comedian. His his name will remain nameless, Larry Why? Horowitz. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> we got into it once because he said that he had a problem with the actors that are kind of like not in it for the right reasons. And, yeah, you know, know yeah. uh, my, my attitude was very quickly about that is like, look, people do whatever they want to do, and I'm not going to judge them for that. I'm just going to judge for what they do on stage. I can't tell you what your motivation is, and some people may be getting into it because they want to be an actor and then they fall in love with it and they don't ever go back to acting. That's happened before true. and there's nothing That's wrong true. with that. Um, you know, it's easy to cast a big, you know, fucking rock and say, fuck that guy because he's just an actor like Screech. But, you know, um, I, I take it on a case-by-case situation. I know, Al- like, uh, I know Allison Smith, for example, has told me that, uh, you know, she got into stand-up because uh, uh, the acting thing wasn't, sure she wasn't getting the exposure that she wanted right. to, to be a, a going to actress sure yeah so it's like and I, and I can understand that and someone falls in love with it and then they start enjoying that right. more than the audition yeah. process and it's I think stand up can be a lot more uh, immediately gratifying than going to an audition and walking you know, out the going what the fuck are, am I doing well, with I my life that's very true. The, you know the ones that do it for three years and you know take a spot away from someone I get that argument but no one stays in it for more than three or four no one's in it 12 years still going I hope this acting thing pays off mm-hmm. you either love it or you got a lot of fucking bills to pay and this is the only way you can do it uh, that's, that's just the reality of it I don't think anyone stays in it for the long haul still thinking I'm going to be Gary Coleman's best friend in that biopic. Oh, yeah, well, that's not going to happen because he's dead. Well, I, I probably but, use that example, I mean, But Dave, trust me, was, I, 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 just look, I, I just look in the mirror every morning and go, slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady wins the race. <laughs> uh, do we want to get into this now? Do we have time? Well, I don't know what this is. On, we have Don Paré here today. Don, Don Paré is going to be coming very into exciting. the studio after the first break. Uh, very, if you're just joining guy. us, this is uh, Anything Goes. I do want to talk about this, and then we'll bring uh, go on to uh, to Dom. Uh, the big story this week is uh, Spike Lee. Uh, if you saw Django, uh, Django Unchained, then um, you know there's a lot of controversy circling around it. Uh, some people are not happy with uh, using uh, slavery on the back of uh, a spaghetti western. And one of those people very upset with it was Spike Lee and in fact made a bunch of statements about it saying he did not want to see the movie. He didn't want to do that to his ancestors. He didn't believe that uh, the Holocaust of his people should be a spaghetti western is roughly what he was saying in the uh, quotes 
that he said. Well, I just I think Spike Lee is realizing he's not that much of a relevant director uh, as he used to be. And, now, uh, yeah. Oh, and, he, and he admits to, well, sure, of course now, but this is, he made that statement now, so that's what, uh, but he, uh, you know, A, he admitted that he hasn't seen the movie. Right. And and B, um, it, the best way for for kids, I hate saying kids, but for people to learn these days is through an entertainment medium. Right. And so, yeah. you know what, if if most uh, people now don't even, weren't around when the TV show Roots was on, or right. the miniseries Roots was yeah. on, and a lot of people, you know, relived uh, an embarrassed, uh, a, a, you know, a regretful, maybe embarrassing moment in American history through Roots. Uh, this is another way of uh, re- not just reliving it or at least knowing how that time might have been back then. I mean, for, Quentin Tarantino, I'm sure he takes a couple of liberties with certain things. Right. But um, for the most part, uh, there isn't a white person in that movie that you have any respect for. Oh, uh, no, other, other, other than the Christoph Waltz character. But even that character is a mercenary. Right. You know, he's right. a Yeah, yeah. A, he does have redeeming hunter. qualities for his job and what he right. does for a living. But, you know, he makes his case that he believes black should be equal in the film. And, you know, but he says, hey, this is the world I live in. And he's not doing anything about it at that time either. And they threw the, the word nigger around because that was what they were called back then. I mean, they were slaves. Well, they were property. F- first of all, you know, uh, if, if I saw the movie uh, for this exact reason, because I knew of all the controversy and I don't have a lot of time to see a lot of movies these days with all my kids and other stuff you know not in one part not one point is anyone who uses that word uh, portrayed in a good light generally right. it's almost always in a negative light uh, most of the black cast is shown uh, not enjoying what's happening to them in the negative parts of the movie and then, you know, being triumphant at the end. I don't want to give away the movie. I want to be very careful in case someone hasn't seen it. So it, it, it either works out for the people that are be- slaves in the movie or it goes against the people that were, you know, keeping slavery going. That's the most I want to say about the movie. So right away, uh, I kind of questioned Spike Lee's motives. Then to say he has never seen the movie. Now, he came out and said that he had read the script and therefore he doesn't need to see the movie. Well, first of all, a lot of shit changes from the script to the movie. That's number one. Number two, I still don't buy that. If you're going to truly be against something, you have to see it. It's like the Catholic Church being against any movie about, you know, uh, their faith or anything against the Catholic Church. We're not going to watch it. It's blasphemy. I think that's bullshit. You have to see it. And I am a huge fan of Dick Gregory. Uh, I have been for many years uh, a legend in comedy. And he also uh, went on record recently uh, this week and said uh, a lot of derogatory things about Spike Lee. In fact, he called him at one point a thug. And that he had seen uh, uh, Django Unchained 12 times and never in the history of Hollywood have they ever made anything that freed the inside of me. Well, and also how often do you hear about uh, like the two, uh, Jamie Foxx, the, black, the the lead in it. Sure. And, and him going after uh, his, his wife in the movie, too. Right. You, you never hear of a, a story with like two black leads in, in, in you know trying to rekindle their uh, their love through uh, the amount of violence that they have to go through. Right. Well, just to explain my silence here, the last movie I saw was Adam Sandler's Jack and Jill. Well, and I don't want to brag about my choice of movies, but there was no drop of the N-word at geez. all in that film. Wow. So, wow. boys. I'm there should have been. I would have gone seeing it. Then. Yeah, G-rated, maybe. maybe. I, I watched G-rated films. One, one of the other quotes the I want to read. I only um, watch Kitty Holmes films. One of the other Barry. quotes I want to read from Dick Gregory, and I think it's very important. He said, um... All the black entertainers that know Spike Lee uh, have uh, how you have gone, attack this man, and don't be attacking them. And they say everyone's a fool but me. It offended my ancestors, is what Spike Lee said. But when you put uh, She's Gotta Have It and some of the other thug movies you did, you took Malcolm X and put him in a zoot suit on him. Did that offend your ancestors, punk? I mean, he's taken some pretty harsh fucking shots, that's for sure. But you know what? Dick Gregory is a humanitarian. He's been around a long time and a comedian that's always spoke his mind. So I do give him credit for that. And I agree with some of it. I mean, it's a little harsh. But uh, everyone has their right to their opinion. I just think their opinion should be formed by watching the film and also... Uh, you know, Spike Lee's a little crazy. Well, no, and I also think that Spike Lee's a little bit pissed off because he hasn't gotten a Golden Globe or Oscar nomination in a long say. time. Maybe Spike right. Lee's saying these things because not he's one of his movies. That he's been... not doing anything right now. I do agree with uh, some focusing of the... on other people, which everybody knows is like a that creates more negative energy onto yourself. Right. To... But I do agree with some of the um, negative uh, things around the movie Django Unchained. I did think, hey, I love violence. I did think some of it was a little too much. I think it's supposed to be too much. Uh, I know that. I I get that. Some of my girlfriends who don't like violent movies watched that movie and said, actually, you know what? It was fine. It was good. It was fine. It's it's comical to a point, but it does go a bit beyond that in some parts for me. Uh, Yeah, but again, I think it's supposed to. Right. And he does that all the time. I mean, that's what his trademark is. Almost all his films have some kind of awkward... 
you know, violent scene in it where you kind of cringe and go, oh, my God. And all, and all the character, all, all the white characters other than Christoph Waltz are either portrayed as, like, total scumbuckets or way. idiots, too. I mean, that is a hilarious scene where they're on the horses and they're trying to figure out their uh, KKK hats right. before they go over the mountain. Of course. Uh, over the hill. It's a, it's a funny scene. Yes. And you, you can't, and I mean... Don Johnson's great in it. Yeah. And uh, was it, uh, and one of the Duke boys is in it too. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not John Schneider, but the other Wampai. fucking one. Tom yeah, Wampai. right. And uh, it's 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 a great movie, and for someone to decide on that, I think it, it, Spike Lee's getting angry at, at, at the way that someone would get angry at one of his movies if they hadn't seen it. You know? It's like, you know, the comics I don't like, and there, you know, there's a lot of them. I actually go and watch them before I go, I don't like them. I watch their stuff. I watch enough of it to form an opinion. I don't just watch two minutes. I'll watch, you know, 20, 25 minutes. I'll get an idea of what they're about, and I may not like it. And it may be years before I go back. Someone may go to me, hey, you should maybe give that guy a second chance. And then I will give it a second chance and then determine whether I like it or not. But I'm going to search it out and find out whether I like it based on that, not based on what someone tells me or what I've heard or what it might be. I go judge it for what it is. I mean, but I mean, how many people's uh, eyes were open to the horrors of the Holocaust through Schindler's List as well? Of course. I mean, that, I mean, sadly, that the inter- was it's- hilarious. I <laughs> it didn't need a blooper reel, but no. at the end of the DVD, but it was one of those things. It was just like so many people need to be taught their history through entertainment. And which is sad. It's a sad well, statement. That's like I've but... always said on stage. You know, people don't know who Kim Jong Il is, and I say rent Team America because that's where we should all learn our history from. A fucking puppet movie. Well, it's more than a puppet movie. Well, yeah. me so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> me so sorry. Uh, all right, we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we have lots of other news stories to talk about, some crazy stuff. And also joining us will be Dom Perret, a comedian who's been on the show before. And uh, don't uh, go away. This is Anything Goes, Series XM Laugh Attack, motherfuckers. Show me on the dial where the bad man touched you. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey guys, this is Christoph Davidson. You can follow me on Twitter at, at @thischristoph, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Christina Wakasha on SiriusXM's Radio's Laugh Attack. Still waiting for the bestiality videos to get their own category at the Adult Video Awards? This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Anything Goes. And joining us in the studio, comedian Dom Perret is here. Hey, Dom. How you doing? I'm amazing. How are you? I'm doing very well. Now, during the break, we were talking about reality television, and someone was talking about um, how Canadians are not good contestants compared to Americans for that was, reality. That, that, was, that was me. Okay. That. I wasn't sure. Okay. Go okay, ahead. But Christina Do you Wa- think that the Canadian women aren't as dramatic as the American women? That the American women play up the reality uh He didn't even drama. say women. He just said people. I said people, but I think most Oh. Women, they, they're oh, no, yeah. women well, are people. Nobody watches The Bachelorette. They're, watching a whole bunch of men fight is like way more boring than watching a whole bunch of. I just women have a feeling fight. that Canadians are more nice and not as reality TV I savvy as that. I uh, totally agree as, the, with as that. our friends to the south. Well, I did. I did the show. It was called The Lofters uh, a few years ago. And was that when, the first season, man? Yeah, the first season. I remember that was the big one. And uh, yeah, it was a big deal. And I was on a show called Gutterball Alley, which to my day when I die will still haunt me. Only because you keep talking about it. Yes, it's I not, can't. Way to go home and find this show. Yeah. Now. So anyway, but so the they, they, this is like eight years. I don't ago. even know what that yeah. show is. Yeah. So anyways, they asked us to come on because it was a CTV product, and so was Gutterball Alley. And you know, I went on with the two hosts, uh, Wade McElwain and Johnny Gardos, both comics. Oh fuck, I remember this. And, that and, was a horrible show. Oh, it was terrible. And we had a deal that if it got really boring and like they're just <laughs> like lame, that Wade would put a loony on top of the counter and say, "I dare you, Darren. I dare you." to get naked for this dollar. So I, of course, it was boring as fuck, and so that's what happened. They put a loony on the table. I took all my clothes off. I jumped up on the breakfast nook, and I danced around going, who wants to see my pogo? Who wants to see my pogo? And people started losing their shit. And, of course, I'm covered myself. I'm not going to show my cock on air, but uh, they were not very amused. We went to commercial very quickly, and I was in an alleyway getting dressed very quickly, and then the next day, a letter from CTV came to the producers saying that Darren Frost is not 
not allowed <laughs> to do any more publicity for Gutterball Alley or any CTV product well, that year. Can I can I just say one thing? I think that a lot of the controversy had to do with the fact that your cock had a development deal with CBC. It did. It did. So. You are correct. <laughs> um, it did. It did. And that's what, what, you know that was the start of Heartland. At what the, point though did you think? Oh, this is going to work out perfect. Of course, it's not going to work out perfect. But if it's lame television and it's like reality TV, then let's let's do, let's fuck shit up. I know, but it's the like, way that you way say it, it, it sounds like you're almost surprised that they got. Well, I wasn't mad. surprised. I wasn't surprised at all. Uh, I was surprised how quick they went to commercial and kicked us out. I mean, that was pretty funny. But uh, I, I knew exactly. We knew what we were doing. It's like the show was a Gonzo show, and we can't just sit there like we're on like a Leno fucking panel. Oh, I started comedy like this. Yeah. No, it's lame. These people have jobs because they're pretty people. Some of them were nice, but let's be honest. They weren't fucking TV people. They didn't spend any time. They were just thrown into a house, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be wacky. So why did you do it in the first place? Because they got a ball and said, hey, let's do this. It's press, and you know, young people watch it. And to be honest, their internet traffic spiked severely uh, during that, that time. And people actually were wanting me to come and do like their house parties, but I'm like, I'm not going to go fucking get <laughs> naked at a house party. Oh, yeah, that happens all the time. But why get naked, and why didn't you just like flip over a table or something like that? Be- and Because it was back when I was just, that was my thing. <laughs> no, but I mean, of all the things that have to be your thing, you should have, you must have known, and you probably didn't care what the out- outcome was going to be, right. but then you should. You, you weren't surprised by the outcome, no, were you? No, no. Okay, but right. uh, look, a naked me screaming who wants to see my pogo I think is funny on a fucking reality show and a bunch of 19-year-old kids mm-hmm. who are like for some way from their mom and dad, you know? They don't even know how to fucking work a dishwasher and here's some fat fuck with this cock whipping out at him. <sighs> the ironic okay. part is we're talking about reality shows right now and then Von Hagen just texted me right now. She's like, Jamila and I are just about to watch tonight's Bachelor. Are you well, caught up? Are yeah. you heading home soon? I Let me tell you, if I was on The Bachelor, like, it'd be a lot different of a show, I'll tell you that much. Well, I thank God like, that yeah. won't happen. So oh, no. I feel like we are all, like we like to watch it as a group, a bunch of chicks, because we yeah. know it's stupid. Well, but sometimes it's fun to drink and watch a stupid show together. Make are fun you of telling it. me no, that but... girls get together to watch girl-oriented material? Are you telling me that? <laughs> to support each other emotionally, that gossip a little exact... bit, and share red wine? This is a shock. Even though in your heart of hearts. exactly what we do. We just want to watch a show together and we want to make fun of it that's some that's what girls do i think so even though we are, awful. Course, but it's even like, we are an awful species don't yeah, talk to I, us. like what you're doing don't is so it's, don't it's literally the stereotype of well it's a stereotype of you that's what you do that and you'll tweet it you'll uh, live tweet it like no, it's girls like live tweet the bachelor like, but sure. Darren will make enemies. Well, Twitter on a Monday night, night it's all chicks. That's right. That's right. Running by the Bachelor, you can watch it. No, but like this is like, like literally. Fuck it, I don't give a shit. I listen to so many of your podcasts to get ready for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. You guys are fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I'm the, the least way, there's fucked a rhythm, up. Sometimes there's I'm really a quiet. rhythm to this show. Sure. It starts off with Darren. He yep. goes. He and he he by the way is the lion's share of this show. Just so you know. <laughs> But he'll go, and then what'll happen is you'll come in with a, well, no, you'll come in with a laugh. So Walkinshaw will suddenly go, ha ha, and that's, that gives you that's more the of a gap. Squawk, but there there's okay. a gap I, that's I produced, and that's when you come in with some long <laughs> meandering thing, and then. It'll go back to Darren as soon as he gets annoyed with how long-winded you are. He'll just go, no. <laughs> and it just goes in a circle like that. And there, there was a point, I was listening you, to the Mike Wilmot one, and there was a problem with the audio where it just glitched for like a little 30-second period, but it was you going, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it just caught that note and kept going. And I didn't realize at first. I thought you were still thinking for 10 seconds. <laughs> it's just well, sometimes like, it takes that long. But, but I, to me, it's like it, it, it's, it's awesome, too, to hear... like. You guys bash young comics so much. It's like a, there's a fixation. Do I do that though? Yeah, all of oh, you okay. definitely do. You, oh, I, you no, and Darren I wasn't for denying sure that I jump wasn't... in. Usually, just like walk and shell, just be like, oh yeah, and that happens or whatever. Because you're very peace. She's the bridge to normality for you guys for sure. But you and, guys and, and, hate and, young comics I, the way I it like comes off. You're like, fuck these guys. I can't believe they have different perspectives than us, and they don't know no, this shit yet. No, I would, I would on. disagree with that. Okay, can I, I just, would disagree with that. I I'm would not want an example. That you disagree. You of disagree course. with everything. Of course, <laughs> that's that's my thing. But like, Tom, just listen to our podcast. Do you guys actually listen to what we do? I, I do don't. actually. Oh, yeah. you do? Oh, yeah. fuck. I sure, I will. I listen to some you? episodes. Yeah, I don't listen to every episode. I listen to ones I know I like. <laughs> I don't, okay. You know, so I, I listen to a few of them. I just want everybody to know I don't listen to this. Sorry, I don't, I don't want to listen to myself. Why would I want to listen to myself? Okay. I already have a, a, things going on in my brain all the time. Let's, let's address. Let's and that's address. Why you keep getting better and better. It's like every taping week. a set. Uh, you might get better at it. It's weird. Let's, adri- let's address the statement. Let's I address also it. Don't like to do that. 
You realize I'm saying all this just to pick a fight with Darren. Of course, you of know course. That, right? <laughs> well, let's, but let's, let's address what you this said. This is the new thing that people come on the show and they want to pick a fight with I Darren. I want to be the new Nassiopolis you be or Manolis or Darren Pyle. Fucking right. Ron Baudry. I got lots of enemies. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Come on the show and start a fight with Darren Can people shut the fuck up? No. I just think you should address at some point, just look at all of the history of it and go, look, maybe, just maybe, I'm half the problem. Maybe. No, no. There's no. so many no. enemies. Here, here's he's the thing. Not, he's not going to do that. Here, here's the thing. I am just as hard on veterans as I am young comics, as I am the television industry, as I am my own act, as I am my own uh, uh, abilities. So it's right across the board. I don't uh, pussyfoot around with anyone, and if I think someone is wrong, they're wrong. Period. I don't care if you're two years in or 20 years in. And that's why, yeah, I've had my arguments with Tim Nassiopoulos and I have my arguments with Ron Vaudry. Both of them are at different spectrums of age and comedy. If I think they're wrong, they're wrong. Yeah, well, they're all wrong in your opinion, though. <laughs> right, but that's, <laughs> yeah. of course, my opinion. All I have is my opinion. Well, this is always the par the paradox for me, though, because when I started comedy, you came to sure. Ottawa and you yes. taught a course, which I, yes. st I still say is super valuable. Um, right. And I don't know if you still teach it, but it should probably be said again. Right. But there's some key rules in there. Yes. Number one, like, there was one of them that was like, you know, don't shit on guys uh, who are below you because yes. you don't even know within five years yes. they could be in a position to help you. And yes. the other one was don't be the comedy police. And you yes. do both actively. Yes. And that's the weirdest no, paradox you're, you're, to me. But, but, oh, just but so you understand. You're wrong. You're wrong no, 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 no. I, uh, don't, maybe you're, I am you're, wrong, but I'm saying you do actively. Like, I see you on Facebook groups attacking people like Darren Pyle. No, who, no, 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 no. does nothing but no, believe okay, in himself. Let's, let's, <laughs> now you're, you're addressing eight different things there. Let's break it down. Yeah, I know. In the course, what I said... The first thing you said I said was? Uh, okay, the first one is, uh, well, I mean, there's three, but the, there's the five, the five, don't don't make fun of people yes. below you because we're five years. and I always still say that. I say don't pick on people below the ladder and don't pick on new comics, and I always defend new comics unless those young comics do something so drastic that I think it's right. And that's the difference there. If you ask tons of young comics, I've helped out tons of young comics. But the ones that I think are doing something wrong or saying something wrong or being an idiot, I will say something. So that to me is my way of getting out of that one. The second one about the comedy police, I said don't be the comedy police unless you want to be the person who has to suck on that. Meaning if you don't want to uh, live up to it, if you don't like the, uh, the, the negative thing around it, then don't do it. But if you do, be aware of the negativity around that. That's what I said in that course. Do you think that hurts you when you when you're the comedy police? Because you do bear a lot of that on your shoulders. Sure, sure. Do, does it hurt me? Does it hurt my career? It might hurt my career, but you know what? I think that I believe in the art form of stand-up comedy, and I think probably. 80% of the things I'm screaming and yelling about, most comics don't have the balls to say out loud. No, they'll I don't say think They'll so. say in back of comedy clubs, yes, they do. No, no, no. A no, lot I'm, of them. I'm saying, like, I, I agree with what your point is. I'm saying, right. no, I don't think they have the balls right. to say it. But, like, even as you defend yourself in the moment of saying, yeah, I'm going to tell you to your face that you're this way, right. that presents offense in a situation where you could chosen to say absolutely nothing because it has no positive effect. It doesn't even give you a neutral effect to say nothing. In but some then you cases, say something you're right. that goes negative, and then that person does present themselves later on as someone who will not help you. I, but I don't want their help. But do you have? Do you ever value? But I mean, ever... it breaks your own rule. That's my point. Do you like, ever? Quote, it do breaks you... your own rule that you taught me, and it's helped me immensely to keep my mouth shut sometimes. Yes. But you fucking go. Yes. And yes. That, and that's the other yes. thing is you went after Darren Pyle, and I'm not even his friend. I don't give a shit. But it's like. You went after him because he said some shit about you, and mm -hmm. then you removed it. But the amount of times I listen to your podcast where you guys go, a comic who shall not be named, or literally just bleep the name out. I'm like, you got so much balls about this Facebook thing, but you won't, you'll change the rules once First it's of here. all, who bleeps, who bleeps it? Dave? Well, it just goes blank. And it was a story you were telling, actually, and it just went blank the next time. And yeah. I mean, the, the, there's the, a lot of stories about a comic Dave, that shall not who be does unnamed. That? Or, uh, well, I, I do. The, 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 the only the only time I'll ever bleep out a name is if it's in the off air comments, uh, off the record, like we're in between uh, things, or uh, you know, generally not during a show do we beep a name. Well, okay, no, I don't think we ever bleep a name during the not show. Like it's just the during the mute. show. Yeah. It's it's uh, and 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 the and names never go mute during the show itself. But uh, for those who don't know, 
basically, once we get into the studio, the entire, all the audio that goes through the microphones is all recorded. All of it. And so there's segments, if you listen to the podcast afterwards, uh, after the show's over, there's uh, segments that are not supposed to be on the air. And when something's off the record, and if a name is mentioned, then I'll bleep it out only because uh, maybe Darren didn't want that to be on the air. And if it's on the podcast, it's technically, you know, out there. So I'll, I'll bleep it out. But, I mean, I'll ask Darren if he wants me to or, or what. But most of the times, if it's off the air comments, I'll bleep those out. That's true. Okay, well, I get it then. But I'm, I'm just, I'm asking you, Darren, mm -hmm. like, like, explain the paradox of who you are to me because you literally are doing what you say don't do. Like, it's, it's weird to me. It's like you actually are giving rules that you should follow, I think, are very effective and then break them consistently. And right. I don't understand that. Because, I because what I say is that if you want to do it, I have no problem if people want to be the comedy police, but you have to have the ability to have that brunt on your shoulders, that weight on your shoulders and take it. And you're going to take hits for it. And I have no problem with comics who want to be the comedy police. I don't. But I tell young comics, it's like, do you want to have that energy to use? If you have that energy to use it, then do it. But if you don't, spend time writing jokes. Now, to me they're not mutually exclusive things i still write a lot of material and still do what i do so uh, i'm able to do it but i don't think everybody can do it or wants to do it but i choose to have you, have you ever second guessed like the a moment that you sort of uh were the comedy police and then just uh, and, and thought later on, oh, maybe I shouldn't have even bothered mentioning You know that. what? Maybe once or twice. Once I went after, oh, I can't once even... Or twice? Uh, yeah, once or twice. Uh, most <laughs> of the times, I don't have a problem with it. One time I went after that guy who uh, wears the Batman suit. What's his name? Alex... Oh, uh, Brovadon. Right. And I, you know what? What I said to him was mean-spirited and I apologized to him and we, you know, made amends for it and everything was fine. Um, but generally, no, you can call me anything I've said on Facebook or on the show and I'll still stand behind it and I'll still say why I wanted to do that. Well, but, I, mean, I think you're still human, though. You still change your mind. Like I, I listened to a podcast of yours. I don't can't remember which one, but you brought up the the Tumblr being thrown at you at, at Rivoli, and Rivoli. Sure. You, like, you literally were like, I'm never doing that show over again. I don't like it. And then, you know, you're going there tonight. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm going there tonight to see Bobby Mayer. I have not performed oh, on the here? Rivoli. Yes, I have not performed on the Rivoli outside of a specialty show that someone asked me to do. I have not done a comedy Monday since that time. So you're out forever. Yes. I have not done a comedy. You can go and ask Morgan or Lauren, have I done a comedy Monday since? Yeah, no, I just said, are you out forever? I, I didn't, I'm not, I'm not going to check your references. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, like that is, you called me on a thing and I'm telling you, I have not done it since. No, I like it. I like this because uh, it's fun. I can I tell you that also when you listen to this podcast, it's afraid, it's, it's hard to not be afraid of what happens to you after this. If you tell, go yeah, through tell it me with about Darren. it. Yeah. Like, as, like, you're literally one of the most intimidating people in comedy, and I don't think we've ever even disagreed with each other, but right. I've always had questions about how it is you manage to be you. Like, you're so angry sometimes. Sure. But then you're talented as fuck, and it hold, I think that anger holds you back. Well, you know, you can say that, but then you can also say that without it, I might not be where I am. Because, you know, of the amount of material I write and the quality material and uh, my ability to continue to move forward. Yeah, that's true. But do you think that you would be farther forward? No, I if don't. If you sort of uh, no, bit, I don't. bit your tongue more often no, I and don't. said, okay, all right. No, I don't. I don't because, you know, the people that know me and hire me know what they're getting. And they know that it's, the, in my opinion, the truth and what I believe in, I will say. And if I think someone is being taken advantage of or is wrongly persecuted or does something wrong, I'm going to say it. I'm not going to be one of those guys who sits there and complains in the back of a comedy club and does nothing about it. Do you like? Do you find yourself apologizing at any point? Or is it like actually? Well, a, sure, like I've a, apologized to people before, but you know, like I said, uh, it's very few and in between because I still believe in what I say. Like, are you sort of like a black and white kind of guy, where it's like once you've offended me, it's kind of you're locked out forever? No, no, no. I like like I've had arguments with dudes that have been horrific and we're fine. Me and John Wing Jr. didn't speak for years. I said horrible things about him. He said things about me, and we're very friendly now. He's been on the show twice. You know what else I want to point out is the repeated pattern has happened again where Walkinshaw says next to nothing. Oh my god, I was just about to say I know I can't say anything yeah. because I am the I can't I I, I don't like drama. Oh, I, I do know. not like it. Uh, that's actually the other Darren, benefit of you oh, on the show. I know, when but I'm the worst. When things get awkward, I shut down and that's who I am. I don't like confrontation at all. Darren, do you think you're a drama queen? Uh sure I am. 
<laughs> you don't even say drama king. No, okay. no, I'm not even changing. I know, it. I know what I am. But that's the, the thing. I'm very self-aware of who I am in this game, and I'm not one of the guys that you know have been on this show who oh, isn't self-aware. Oh, I'm the worst. I shut. Down. I'm very self-aware. I'm very uh, aware of what people think of me and think that my anger has held me back and that I can be an asshole and I can be a cunt. And you know what? I can be. But you know what? Ask some of the comics that have helped in this country, and uh, you know, and they're the ones that I care about. I don't care about the other ones that think that about me because they're only seeing either the onstage character or they were, you know, against something I believe in. Can Can you say something I, to, uh, that's uh, nasty towards me, Dom? Oh, I can. Yeah. Well, okay. But, why do no, you it's want? fine. I, no, I got no, no problem I, with this. I just thought it's, it's turning into the Darren defending himself. No, 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 it's no. Fine. no. It's fine. I, I will never. I actually, this is more rich and interesting. I think to me, anyway. I mean, personally, to me, because you know, Darren, I know you're going to get wound up about it, but I don't think you actually hate me. No. Um, but I can tell, like, it's like, yeah, this is some shit, but. You know, when you're like, oh, these people that I help and they come forward and they're like, oh, you know, I think just as many people on the bottom are terrified of you. Yes. Yeah. They're terrified but, but of what you can do to their career. I can't do anything. Can do I can't do anything. Like well, okay. That's one. You're talking about one scenario now. No, no. You're I'm just talking about, about who you are in comedy. one scenario about the idea about what I can do with Yucks. Yucks doesn't give a fuck about me. Don't think for one second that they give a flying fuck what I think. That's number one. I'll say that on the record, okay? I can't do anything to anyone's career that they haven't done it to themselves. That's also uh, something. But you, you uh, can allow them not to be on this show. Yeah. So their career is fine. And uh, thirdly, it's like young comics can be you know, scared of me or intimidated by me, but that's because they're only seeing my onstage persona. Most of them come up to me and they talk to me, and then after 10 minutes they're like, wow, we thought you were going to be a real asshole and a cunt. I'm like, no, that's my onstage persona, and that is me, but that's not me 24-7. I'm a father of three kids. I do other things in this, in this thing called show that doesn't require me to be that guy. So, you know. Well, I can't stop being who I am. Yes, you can. No. Or, 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 or certain <laughs> things no. that you can hold back on. No. Why would I? Well, because you maybe you might think it would be it, it would for, it would bring things farther ahead than pulling them farther back. I have a rule. I don't bring up anything that upsets me unless I can go like at least three days and it still upsets me. I do yeah. think that, I do think that you're in a moment. I, just, like, a, you're, I, I let things brew in me for like a few days. And then if it still bothers me three days later, also I'm a woman and I probably have weird, weird creepy PM, I don't know, whatever. PMS. You were going to say PMS. I, but... I know I don't want to say that though, but like I know there's different days where I'm maybe more emotional than other days, even though I don't think I'm emotional yeah, but you're like at a, all. You're I'm like a different the way, kind of girl. The way that you but, handle your stuff, the way you handle yeah. your, like your power, you're definitely you're a unique comedic being because you're actually able to bridge different worlds together. You go to one of your parties, you're going to see po packs of comics who some are very diametrically opposed or, or just dislike each other quietly, but within the umbrella of your party, they'll quietly respect each other while getting a beer, it's but totally hate each other. That's so but the bridge true. is completely Walkinshaw on that point. Because they know that they I have like, a mattress shit they can I, fuck on. I get along with all these people, and then I bring them together because I refuse not to invite people because somebody's not comfortable with them. I invite all my friends to parties, and then, yeah, then I do have to watch them, you know, be uncomfortable with each other and not like each other. But that's kind of your, your role but, here in this show, too, because I think if it was just Darren and Dave the entire time, then, you know, it would basically be Darren talking 90% of the time and, and Dave trying to pull together some sort of semblance of a thought and <laughs> yelling another term for yeah, pussy out in the air. <laughs> I'm always trying to come up with new words for pussy. Uh, my bing bang is my favorite, obviously. Your favorite, okay. But uh, okay, oh, I'll, I, I will, uh, I will switch to. Yeah, I'm gonna switch to Dave. Yeah, let's do it. You gotta tell these fucking people. Did you talk about this yet? I like yet? this. The Don Ray is breaking down the show right now. I, I, He's breaking down exactly. Have you told exactly these people about Darren, the dark? and Christina are. Have you told them about I, the dark? I, I, I tried to mention the, uh, the the Saturday night that I had last week. I can't believe you haven't talked about it at length. Well, it's kind of hard for me to get a word. Do you guys sometimes. know about the dart? No. You know? Well, no. he texted at me and he what did i text you well i well you said you had a really dark saturday last night you oh used I, the felt, word I, said, I said i fell off the wagon but yeah anyways, he, fell off the wagon he got, and he he said, got drunk as shit and then started daring k trev to throw a dart at his hand well first of all <laughs> let me just say that it, it originally was my face that i wanted him to yeah. throw a dart at. and then, then you, they God. talked you down to your hand <laughs> well i was and he kept putting his hand out there 
You were smashed, I think, because it doesn't make sense otherwise, but you, he put his hand out to the point that K-Trev, I think, finally took him up on it, and he put a dart right in Dave's hand. Yeah. Well, I'm not proud of it, but it, it, it happened, and, you know, I have, a, I have a bit of a death wish. I walk around with my shoes untied, and I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, there's... I, all I basically have to worry about is who's going to feed my cat. That's basically it. Like if, if I if I if I left, then if I uh, walked out on the uh, thing that they called life, I love I love that you get uncomfortable about. about it now. But when we were I'm talking about it before, about it. it was fucking beautiful because you were like lodging it. You were putting it like through in a logical sense. You're I like, was well, you know, it started off with my head, but then I worked way way down. Well, Kate Trevor to told my me hand, it was you know, with my head, but yeah. And you were dancing around looking for band aids. Uh, <laughs> I just want to brag the fact that Dave has a cat and I don't. Sorry, I don't know. I don't want to make you feel worse when you already want darts in your face. The other so part that. about it, though, is when they were like, okay, Dave, you're too drunk. You're you're go home drunk. Yeah. And you wanted to drive home, and they went, no. And they right. put you in a cab, and they watched you twill a U-turn in that cab all the way back to your car. <laughs> and K-Trev is standing right there going, I can see you, Dave. And they went, well, all right. And you went back into the cab. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I was trying to be sneaky. <laughs> yeah. oh and hopefully kill myself or others along with me. So justify this. Okay. Uh, Darren did it really well. Well, that wasn't in reference to the show. You were supposed to come on it and pick on me on the show itself. Uh, just as you as a flawed human being. Oh, okay. Thank you. Darren? Yeah? Okay. No, I was wondering. I was, yeah, I'm, I'm I, letting him hit, hit you, so go ahead. <laughs> well, what's, uh, give me round two. What do you mean round two? That's like, there's so much to address. It, it's okay. Like you literally were like, hurt me with a dart. Yeah. And then potentially trying to trick your way into drunk driving. And you're not going <laughs> to fucking... Uh, yeah. You're like, no, give me something with meat on the bone. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, there's a lot to go at me about that. But, you know... What I, do you mean? Uh, that's the biggest barrel I got. I can go down to other things like... I thought what, you were going to work up What the fuck's up with something. your career? Oh, my God. <laughs> Next week, this show isn't even going to be... It's not even going to be called... Do you guys even remember what this we're is? We're all fucked up. Tune in. This is what I like. He's like I, the reason I'm on the show is I was talking to Dave, and, uh, and he was like talking about the podcast and it's like i've heard a bunch of them it's cool but you you and uh darren don't usually get a like it's darren who usually takes over i think the direction of the show and you're like oh okay you know what you could come on and you could try to like you know what you'll roast us all that'll be the best you'll roast us i'm like sure okay i'll roast you and then i was like i i can't even imagine how that works out we're on <laughs> one guy roasting three people in a room and i'm like it can happen but i was like i have to do it within context i can't even do like what things look like I, I, you know what I mean? Like you have to kind of be very specific. So I'm like, we'll do it for the audience of the actual show. And then I listen to the show, and I was like, I don't know if this show has an audience, and I'm gonna fucking <laughs> just try to create something. But I was like, the entire idea we came from listen. you. And then as, as soon as I start coming in here and start talking, we got like, it. Guys we... like, well, what the fuck? What the hell's going on? I can't believe you did this. We got a message. I'm about... not. No, no. Who said that so far? You can say whatever you want. No, no, no. I'm just looking at Dave. Like Dave looks more and more like I've hurt his feelings. Like, <laughs> like, no. You're not telling me like your body that language. Is, you're falling in on yourself. Yeah. I don't. I, I and your like, eyes look that puppy dog look. Before everything you fuck everything a fat you said. Chick. Everything <laughs> you said. We all know. I mean, that's you know what's. That's the whole thing about a roast. You're not breaking new ground and telling us things we don't know, and you're saying it in a funny way. But that's the whole point of a roast. Well, you're a wet blanket to a roast, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 not bothered by it. I didn't know that Kate Trevor. Uh, I I blocked that part out, or I didn't even remember. I didn't know that he saw me do the loop to loop in the. Uh, uh, he yelled at you. Not that I'm like, oh, but as long as he didn't drink and drive that far, I like feel better with the story. But how far? I know I didn't you? get back in my car and and, and, oh, and didn't okay. drink and drive. No. I got back in the cab and fucking reluctantly went home. Uh, but uh, we were at the Black Swan on the Danforth, so oh. I'm not allowed back in there. Let me just say that you're not allowed back in there. Uh, probably <laughs> not. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's not. There's a, not a huge list of places I'm not allowed back into, but mostly they're uh, you know 20 yards from most ex girlfriends' houses and stuff like that. But <laughs> for the most part, uh, they uh, yeah. That's not, and, and I don't think that's the first time that blood has been spilt on the floors on the floor of the Black mm -hmm. Swan. So and not the last either, but. You no, know, oh this, this got. I like. I like where this went. <laughs> it's, it's, I think like, the rest of it was just going to be like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, like fucking fat chicks, Dave. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't. More people like... have a, a bigger issue. Uh, and I'm like, okay. First of all, it, it's not a, uh, a a fat chick thing. I like what I can get, and I like what I'm attracted to. And uh, which and just I, happens I, to I, be I, fat chicks in both levels. <laughs> well, I like how you giggle away at that, Don. But uh, you, you seem to. More people I seem to have an issue with that than I do. I don't have any problem with that. 
but uh, I, uh, I I like what I'm attracted to, and uh, and and I will make uh, exceptions. Like I I said that I would uh, have sex with Christina. I wouldn't, but I, I said that uh, maybe I would. <laughs> if it came down to it, if we were the last two people on earth, sure, why not? So at the end of every Oprah arms walk through, you're like, I mean, I'm I getting do a chubby have a over here. Where I talk about having chubby arms. I do have chubby arms. Well, That's, we'll put both uh, of them it's together a and I'll starting fuck point for us. Somewhere <laughs> for us to start. We have like two minutes left, so All right, we gotta I wanna, wrap I this up. I want to say one thing actually, because this this was weird but odd. I loved fun. this episode. I'm gonna come out. But and I want to throw this out, this and you can clip it off at the end if you want. But uh, I, I I don't even know if you saw it, Darren, because you're really sort of connected to the Facebook thing. But I don't know if you're connected to him. But tricks. Did you see his little write up today? No. Is this about the comedy awards? Yeah. yeah. Well, I I talked to Kenny about it. Kenny informed me about it. Yeah. Kenny, yeah, Kenny so Robinson. Basically, yes, yeah. you know, tricks you got enough nominations. Than I am, he got I enough know. nominations from his fan base, which I've seen, and right. it's very significant. Uh, and they would do it. They write in over and over again so we could become well, comedy person of the year for the uh, Canadian Comedy Awards. And oh, so it's it- comedy person of the year. Kenny did not know that because at, at the beginning when he told me, I was saying Trix is uh, actually misinformed on how it works because I thought he was going for comic, uh, like no, male comic. He's going for the person, so like person so. Person of the year. So that's a a, a, a a vote to the public. So yes. Okay, so I don't going. even know where it came from or how he knows, but he was like apparently he found out through whatever connection that he in fact had enough votes to soundly be nominated. But they, the people who run that uh, organization, were right. like, well, we don't really know who Trix is, so they just dropped all the votes and just moved him out of the category. Right. So that's what he put up, and he was just you know basically being like, you can't hold me back to stuff. And I was like. Yeah, I, you know what? I remember the Canadian Comedy Awards, and every time I would get up to get a beer, Darren was standing in the back with his arms crossed, fucking furious. But, like, that one alone, that one actually hit me more. Where I was like, yeah, you know, they may have fucked up here and forgotten this and that kind of thing, but, you know, the one, like, actually omitting a valid candidate, yeah, you know? Well, there's been, there's, they, they have a history of, of this kind of thing. I used to be on, the, I was on the board for a very short period of time, and then I quit uh, for various reasons that I felt they were not doing a good job with uh, vetting the categories. And th- this kind of thing would probably have been another reason why I quit. Um, I quit because they cock-blocked one comic and let another one go through for the exact same reason. So I said, look, you know, uh, my integrity is important to me, so uh, if, I was, if I was on the board and that happened, with tricks, and if tricks can prove it, then uh, if any people with integrity is on that board, they'd walk off that board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the only thing that can happen. If that gross, actually, like... if that is true, I mean, I, I don't know how we can prove it 100. percent But if that if that accusation is true, we should have tricks on the show. Well, I think then, we should too. Then, we should definitely uh, you know, get tricks we on here. definitely uh, those people have to walk off the the board because they have yeah. no integrity. Well, once he's put it in it on Facebook, I think he's ready to talk about it. So, well, yeah, well, yeah. The, the, the fact that Lauren Pullmutter is on one of the judging, and he owns a uh, or he's an the agency. head of a, an agency. Yes. And basically, yeah. he's going to do anything he can to probably get his clients. It is, uh, it awarded, is an odd festival. Awarded, awarded or an odd because award. It's a bullshit award show. Uh, well, on you know, most like the, those picnic face folks, and they're all fucking hilarious, but uh, their movie got nominated and won all the categories it was in. And even yes. Scott Vrooman in the acceptance was like, I don't even know how you've seen this. It's yes. not been released. Right. Like, they right. just assumptively were like, well, Picnic Face wins there. Done. And it was like, right. you're not actually looking at anything now. You're just going by, oh, well, that name is, okay, we're done. You know, like that... They just look at a name and that okay, fine, that's it. Is it Nikki Payne this year? Or let's roll the dice. Well, they, they you know? be careful, Dom. You're becoming the comedy police when you're talking about this shit. But, uh, but, yeah, I know. But uh, you know, at the same time, yeah. I'm not like naming a I'm name. I'm gonna and tell you, don't them. don't do it, don't do it, <laughs> but, but do it. Haven't haven't they uh, sort of? What's r- the difference between being the com- uh, the comedy police and having an opinion? I agree. That's a very good question. Well, I'm just making observations. I think it's exactly. like you're this is pretty ob- easy. This is just facts that are out here. But I could get all red faced and scream. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you went into the crowd. <laughs> uh, that's a different, that's okay. We can talk about that off the air. Yeah, yeah, we will. We will, we will for sure. <laughs> Guess who's all going drinking tonight, folks? All of these people in this room because it's fucking awkward right now. No, uh, we'll get a beer. Uh, I don't know if Darren will. Uh, uh, I don't drink, so. Yeah, I don't have a Pepsi. I have a Pepsi. That's what I meant, actually. I've never seen you have a beer. Little Pepsi, so. All right, how do people get a hold of Dom Perret? Because we are out of time. Just my Twitter, man. It's D Perret, P A R E. All right. Well, until next time.
Is that what are we what are we doing? What is this it? Is that the yeah, end sure. of the yeah. Just... yeah, to wrap this up, I to said. Dom oh, you got the whole thing. I was confused too. Dom, yeah, All right. he, even Dave let's, was confused. Let's go to a commercial. We'll be right back with uh, uh, we and wrap up the, the show. Babble. All we right. talk behind your back. Here we go. Off right. to a commercial. Now with twenty percent more brand to keep you regular from the bump. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hi, this is Dean Stockwell, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on Laugh Attack XM Radio. Proving once again cats are smarter than humans, this is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right, everybody. Welcome back. This is Anything Goes. That was Dom Perret in the roasting chair of uh, of our show. And uh, Dave, you got off pretty light, don't you think? I, you know, I was waiting. I got off the lightest. You did get off the lightest. Yeah, but it's you hard to take shots at you with your uh, positive ad- attitude. Yeah. Uh, other than other than taking shots at your positive attitude, right. there's not a lot to. Uh, what, what are we going to go at? Of, yeah. uh, I know. You I know, can't help it. You don't. Well, I'm yeah, not, you can. I'm you can't hack on people I'm more not, if you want to. But I, I don't even want to. That's but then, so you shouldn't. So and but you shouldn't stray away from your personality and not be anything that you don't want to be. I was expecting to get more shots and more shots that were more related to the shows, not my uh, crazy antics. Uh, right. You but know, you falling know off the wagon and my mental illness and right. stuff. But oh, no. Yeah. But you know what I liked about that is that he actually did listen to like six episodes of sure. us in a row. And then you're right. like, he's right. He's going to see patterns right. in our behavior when you watch. Uh, it's like when you watch any show back to back. Of course. You really pick up on the vibes of everybody. And yes. I've, I've never done that, but yeah, he's right. He sees the dynamic. And I actually like the breakdown of the dynamic of our show. Like, I like the way he. He saw things. Yeah, he saw yeah. things. And that's nice. To actually, it's interesting to hear. I'll say that. Well, if you, you would see those same things if you listened to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. To be fair, just I don't want to watch there. my own stand-up comedy. I can't. I can't. I just like just to do things in a there. moment, and I like to not look. Now, back. why can't you? Because you're too critical in what you see, and you, I don't want to watch myself. Why not? I don't want to listen to myself. But do you not enjoy yourself? I do in different ways, Dave. Okay. No, I'm not talking about you with your rabbit at home. <laughs> How did you know? That's what I was thinking. Um, well. And that's not even like me loving myself that's a, like a plastic thing loving me um that's different um but yeah, I, I do I, the only thing i do want to say and we talked about it in the break with with dom is that i don't i personally don't think this show is a anti-young comic if that pattern is is out there then you know maybe we'll do something about that but i feel that we have an open door to any comedian to come on here uh, most that have contacted me have all gotten on except maybe one or two and uh even comics i don't really get along with always have a shot of coming on the show so everyone has the right to come on and uh you know most times uh, we talk anti-young comic it's the mistakes that they make and i think that the young comics that listen to that show can pick up on that and if they can't i will say this what might be interesting for us to do is maybe we should find like somebody who's brand new just started doing comedy has been doing comedy for like let's say a month we should right. bring somebody I'm like that on the show already, but yeah okay. me too what, what? <laughs> i'm against, against, already. Already. I'm already against, against that it. Come fuck on, the but it one, would be Fuck the one-month comic in. Yeah. Fuck it w- them. It would be That's interesting what, uh, see, to I'm see. See, I'm yelling now. I know. It would be interesting to see, like, no. what are their hopes and dreams? Remember, no. we used to have those, I, you guys. I still have hopes and Come dreams. Come on. I do, too. I still have hopes and I dreams. Really, I still do, too. I, I'm Even writing a I, book right now. I am a hopeless dreamer. I can't have right. it. I just want to get my kids to age, age 18 and then put a fucking gun in my mouth. That's it. <laughs> okay, you don't mean that, Darren. Well, let's, let's I, you don't. That's your joke, and I let's get move it. On. But... Everybody, why is everybody's go-to joke? I'm gonna kill myself. Uh, Look into it. You might. Uh, you might. Uh... <laughs> even on my worst day, I would never even think about killing myself. All right. Well, Sometimes I think, oh my god, my karma's bad. I'm gonna get hit by a bus. Right. But like, I never think I'm gonna. Kill but you myself. never think about jumping in front of one. No. <laughs> okay. Well, All right. well, every day you wake up in the land of chocolate and you take a bath in one. That's nice. That's fun. That's fun. Oh, silky smooth. Oh my god, we're really happy people. Believe it or not, everybody, yeah. we really are. Like, and we are out of time. Okay. That is it. I I the interview went so pee. long. The interview went so long. We are out of time. So. Uh, check out for dates for me, uh, Darren Frost. Uh, we, uh, me and Kenny Robinson are doing Rank and Vile in uh, Vancouver in March and London, Ontario. I can now say March 23rd, I'll be recording my fourth DVD in London, Ontario uh, on the 23rd of March. So check that out, ComedyHorror.com for details. And uh, my Twitter handle is ComedyHorror. And uh, Dave? 
well, if uh, you're in Toronto on February 9th, uh, the East End Comedy Review with headliner Dave Hempstead is going to be at the Dominion on Queen, 500 Queen Street East. You can find me on Twitter and on the web at DaveMartinWorld.com. And Christina? Andy, if you can't make Dave's show um, here uh, in Toronto, you can come to Bishop's University in Quebec, and uh, I will be shooting my second debaters um, at Bishop's University February 9th. And uh, that should be pretty exciting. Then, uh, yeah, so come there and watch go. me debate. Can men and women be friends with no sexual All right. feelings? Well, next week uh, we are our oh, guest. Oh, and follow me on, uh, on Twitter. At okay. All right, okay. everybody, thanks. Till next week. Who's on next week? Who knows? Okay. Nobody knows. Good night, everybody. Some Here's the old Yeah. Some old crusty man. I would have rather that than more drinks. <laughs> I'm yeah. getting old. I need to wake up. I know. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and sometimes, uh, yeah. I just, uh, I kind of look at my watch and I'm sort of like, because if it was 11:30, I'd be like, well, I can't get home in time for The Walking Dead at midnight. Right. I'll stay. I'll stay here. Uh, don't you have PVR? Sorry. No, I don't. I'm poor. <laughs> Why well, don't? I, I, You're I, poor. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's this? Oh, it's true. I walked by Susie's shoe today, and the clothes were, were looking good. I can't tell if the clothes there are getting better or if I'm just getting older. That I think a sparkly tank top might be my style. Oh no! I didn't. When do when do you do you ever sort of? Is there ever a point where you're like, oh, I can't do sparkly anymore? No, never. I'm a fire sign, right, Iman? <laughs> do you buy clothes that accentuate? Parts of you? No, that's a bra that does that. Oh, that's the bra that does that? Okay. It's a new, I think it's a new size. They just invented it in Los Angeles. It's like a C32. I've never heard of it before. But I know I should not be a C cup. I know I'm small. <laughs> but if you put the C cup so tight around your body, like 32, yeah. it actually does fit. But do you think a guy's going to walk out on you? If uh, once he takes the bra off, yeah, possibly no, depending so. on his fetish. Well, happen. maybe I think if his I think if his first love was tit fucking, then maybe he would be. <laughs> then I'd have to keep the bra on. Yeah. Is what you were saying? I do think. Okay, I wanted to, and I don't know if. Should we uh, just fucking start the show? We do this all the time. Is <laughs> is, is giving a blowjob to a bigger penis more fun than a smaller one? No, it's not. No, that makes it harder, Dave. Does it make it harder? So you would, you would welcome. Oh, you know what? Actually, here's one thing I will say: size does not matter. It's how fast they come. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. But I'd okay. like to be. I like to polish that shit off in like four minutes. Really? Yeah. So like a five minute point of like. It's like after like like what's he been down there for like fifteen minutes? You're oh. like, am I gonna lose a tooth? Like, well, that's sort of like going on all too long. Yeah, that would be a sort of like, oh, let's get this going. Let's get this yeah. out of here. That's, uh, I'd rather, like, I don't care if it's small or big. I just want it, I want to be able to fucking get that shit done. It's just like any sort of but what if it just, just get it done fast. But what if it just finished at, like, uh, um, I'm a, at the five-minute mark? That'd be, like, awesome. Now. Really? That's a good one. Yeah, well, and yeah. so that's just something you just want to get it over with? Well, not get it over with. I want to do a good job. I'm right. still really nerdy. And, like, but, I mean, but you figure like that. that if the guy comes, then you've done a good enough job, right? Oh, obviously. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. But sometimes, but like, guys can do things to It'd be like, nice to fast. come under time, you know? Don't I feel like everything in life, you're more rewarded if you do it in a shorter amount of time? Or, like, playing golf, it's better to, like, you know, be below par, like, that kind of thing. Like, you should you should do it. Yeah. Like, you don't want it to, you know, you don't want to, like, have a triple bogey or I don't know really a lot about golf. But, you know, you don't want to be, like, way, you don't want to take forever to finish the game. No. Right? No. I don't, th I think, in, are you familiar with, like, because I had a girl like, one the ones. <laughs> Would you ever be comfortable with saying, like, oh, are you one of those guys that can't come from blowjobs? Have you ever heard with that? Frank, I hope you're taping all this for the creepy blooper crap. I don't know. Oh, prime, <laughs> prime blooper crap. Uh, okay, well, if you can play the beginning of the show uh, anytime uh, you're ready.
<laughs> and people lose their shit. <laughs> They're like fucking banging the table. That's awesome. Well, the guy felt humiliated too, right? Skin cancer too. Well, what's wrong with that? I know, but Dave, that's why I don't want to talk about it. No, but she's like, she just wanted to. I know, I don't, I, but it's, I just don't want that. Yeah. I'm not saying she doesn't have to do that or she can't do that. It's not a feeling I want. Yeah, you don't want the camaraderie of other cancer victims. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like she can do it. She's got to, you know, I, I had to go fucking don't touch me. Did you do that? You didn't no. do that? Oh, okay. But I'm like, you know, it's like, I, that's not what I, you know, Kenny fucking howled when I told him. He's like, that's your thing for us to, you should just say I'm the cancer boy. You know, I'm like, you're the cancer boy. Yeah, but then what if you what if you say what kind of cancer you have and then people are like, no big deal. What if you get that sort of backlash? Yeah, that could happen too. Try telling that to uh, Steve Brinder who just fucking had massive surgeries because of his skin cancer. Skin cancer can be bad too if you don't oh, catch it in time. Oh yeah, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not uh... No, that's what you're saying. No, I was just saying for future douchebags in the audience that right. might say that. Who's coming in first, Al or Pat? Al, Pat's coming in, correct? Frank? Frank? There we go. It's a second-class cancer, Dave. It's all good. No, I'm, I'm, I was speaking on behalf uh, of future douchebags. Like certain cancers? Or like, well, uh, some are worse than others. Pancreatic's bad. That's true. Some are worse than others. But I feel like cancer is cancer that's all bad. Yeah. If you get any kind of cancer, it's equally Nobody it's celebrates yeah, it Exactly. All. In the dark. You got cancer light now. <laughs> it's less, your cancer light is less it's filling. Cancer light is less filling. Look at these people. You can, I know, if you, I know. Uh, they see her bad cancer. We're recording right everything. Oh. All this is okay. Good, Frankie. Oh, oopsies. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's really proud of our cancer light conversation. Mm, it's less filling and it's tastes great. Tastes great. That's great. Take a seat, Patrick. A okay. Hey, were you ever called Patrick? Yeah, my uh, my mom still calls me Patrick. Oh, when when, when you... my mom still calls me Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Only when you've done something bad, or is it like <laughs> now she calls me that a lot? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't like it. Why yeah. don't you like it? I don't know. It just doesn't feel like me. It feels too formal or something. Who are you? Are you, are you more like your mom or your dad? Hmm. We no. can wait until we actually are on the radio and we can ask the same questions, yeah. Dave. <laughs> we do this all the time. We have so much fun off the air. Then we go on the air. We're like, so. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? So, remember what we talked about? Do you talk about that again? <laughs> this time we're recording it. It's... <laughs> oh. Hey, you know, on this, Sagittarius, on, my birthday right on this date birthday. in 1917, the National Hockey League was formed. Cool. Yeah. Did you know that? Nope. Mm. No, I didn't. Do I look like I knew that? No. <laughs> no, I know. You want to? Do you want to bring up your black eye? My black eye? Well, well, well I want to interview you guys. <laughs> yeah. We can talk about my black eye later because we talk about all the bad experiences we've all had in London. London is yeah, like, no, I, at least I get in my trouble off stage and not yeah, on well. stage. That's the kind of comedy, you know. That's me. We do I do my best, and then I get drunk and I enlighten old men who want to twirl me around on the dance floor who clearly are not sober enough to do so. You know what I was pissed off about? <laughs> That's how I got my black eye. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, um, the Stampeders were not at the, uh, the Grey Cup. The Stampeders should have a gig every year at the, at the Grey Cup. That's like uh, fucking uh, Kim Mitchell not having a gig on Canada Day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's sitting home. Okay, let's start the interview. Let's do yeah, this. Yeah, We're okay. wasting, right. like, valuable okay, right. stuff. You going to come in for the break, Dave, or do you want me to? Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll come okay. in. Okay, and you introduce Pat then? I will do that. Okay. Uh, we're just going to bleed into the end, so that way it'll give more time with Al, okay? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're going to bleed right into it. You like that? That's I do. Sexy. Yeah. BK all over this. It's, it's just this. The sh it's that show of the month. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. I would have worn my period panties. <laughs> the uh, did you see uh, Kathleen put has their uh, clip up on the uh, the Laugh Factory's yeah, YouTube was, thing? Uh, that was on my list of things to talk okay. about. Yeah. We can talk about oh, that cool. for sure. Oh, yeah. Sure, oh, that's good. There's a report here that says a porn star defy their rep reputation by saying that they're happy people. That's cute. Yeah, good for them. They should be. They're making good money. Yeah. Yeah. Happier when it doesn't go in the eye. Well, yeah, like we all are. Oh, poor now. Okay, ready, Dave? Yeah. Do you want to do you want to lead in for this sure. then? Same thing. Okay. Who'd be here first time? Oh, Greg Amtrud tonight. Oh yeah. 
That was a good one. That guy has good hair. Graham? Yeah. He's getting his Bon Jovi. He's growing it up. Hey, everybody. This week on Anything Goes, we have a long discussion about the other C word. And we also speak to the very, very funny Mr. Pat Thornton, who just did his fourth anniversary of the 24 Hours of Comedy, raising money for the Stephen Lewis Foundation. And we interview the artistic director of the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, the very talented Al Ray. Oh, it was awkward for Dave. That's right. New episodes every ah. single week here on Anything Goes on Sirius XM's Laugh Attack. What was so awkward about it? The That's sexiest awkward. Dave Martin in the, the world. The sexiest Dave Martin. <laughs> it's my new title.